everybody. Welcome to the Browns cast. I'm your host, Kogs. Oh, let's jump right into it. Victory Monday. <laughs> this is fantastic. Now, when I tell you that this is a Super Bowl caliber defense, you should take that as this is a Super Bowl caliber defense. Okay, I was at the game, had a few predictions before the game, which we should recap. So we got it wrong. Thankfully, so the predicted score on this on the Browns cast was 17 to 16 49ers. And with like five minutes to go, it was 17, 16 49ers. The calculus that we didn't have in our equation was going down on that drive that where Hopkins hit the field goal. We predicted a turnover on that drive. And on second down <clears throat> before he hit the field goal. They tried to throw an interception into the end zone. PJ tried to scramble out. He scrambled out to the right and he threw it in the end zone into the 49ers arms and he dropped it. Our calculus had a pick and it did not happen, thankfully. So we predicted 17-16. I don't know where you could possibly get more accurate information. The final score being 19-17 because we didn't count the field goal. Now, that performance has said a lot. For many, many reasons. I would say that we're going to get into the players, individual performances, and who just really play well. But overall, let's, call, let's start with the problems. The problems with the Browns are turnovers. Going into that game, as we discussed here, the Browns are minus seven in turnovers. Minus seven. We're losing seven. And the 49ers are plus seven. Okay? Think about that. And we turn the ball over, and then we give the 49ers, like, field position on their own 10-yard line, and then the defense just can't stop them because they're already on the 10, and then they score, and then it looks like a bad stat for the defense. But when the defense is able to guard the whole field when they start on the 20 or their own 30, they don't score. Or maybe they score at the beginning, but then that's it. The defense is unbelievable. And I want to get into some big stats here shortly. But overall, it was a well-fought game on the defensive side of the ball. And on the offense, you got to give them credit. There were absolutely mistakes. But overall, the play calling by Stefanski was above average. It was, it was decent, okay? You have an XFL quarterback in there. And yeah, what, yeah, yeah. You heard me right. XFL. He's an XFL quarterback. He's not even an NFL quarterback anymore. He's an XFL. Okay, basically, he, he's a quarterback for, for The Rock. Okay, The Rock owns the XFL. So, and this dude, PJ Walker, comes in and he does what he needs to do. And we actually get over 300 yards of offense. We got more yards on offense than they did, substantially more. We had some nice runs. He had some decent throws. A couple to Coop. Coop had a nasty catch, like a nasty catch on the sideline when he turned around and tiptoed it. Unbelievable catch. Also, then went out for a 58 yard uh, catch where he ran, I don't know, about 30 yards after. So P.J. Walker did okay. Sure, he threw that nasty pick on the side where then we gave the 49ers field position on like their own 10, and then they ran in on the first play. Sure, that happened. But overall, you got to give it to him. He did enough to give us a chance. And our defense is so good that we can lose the turnover battle and we can win games. We, are, we have lost every turnover battle this season. And we are three and two. You have to have a defense that is all time 
if you're going to lose the turnover battle every game and have a winning record. In fact, find me the statistic where there is a team with a winning record who loses the turnover battle every single game. There probably are zero because you just don't. You can't do that in the NFL. But the Browns can because the defense is that good. So once we get Watson back and we get uh, you know that offense and rhythm, I mean, you're talking one of the top teams. You're talking Super Bowl contender. I don't care what anyone says. This is unbiased. This is objective. I was there. I watched the game. And listen, we were, we were missing Joel Batonio. We're missing Nick Chubb. We're missing Deshaun Watson. They're talking about their injuries. We're missing all of our pro bowlers. Everybody. Uh, so let's get into some. Uh, you know what? Before we do it, I got to play this again. Let's play that field goal. This is just, oh, I can't get enough of this. I'm sure you heard it many times, but let's just hear it live in the stadium. Here we go. The rounds kick. Juan Thornhill. Listen. Listen to what he says. We the best in the world. Remember that. Oh my God. This defense has more swag than any defense I can remember in a long time since the early 2000 Ravens, honestly. This defense is ridiculous ridiculous in fact let's just jump right into i was listening to the press conference of the 49ers which clearly they can't handle a loss you could just see in their eyes they're just like oh my god i can't believe we lost yeah you lost okay you lost and you deserve to lose okay you deserve to lose with the first of all the refs were horrific they called a face mask on the wrong team they missed a face mask on newsom a face mask on newsom they were just it was a first down measurement they got the first down but then they they like moved it back and said no we're not going to give it to you this time but then they evened up the calls at the end of the game i was told that pj walker forward pass was a fumble and they didn't overturn it and so they evened it out towards the end but in the, in the first half it was atrocious it was like awful all right, typical Browns, but uh, they evened it out. So it ended up being fair. So I don't want to hear anything about the calls. They evened it out. So I was listening to uh, this conference and I want to hear. So Trent Williams, who is the left tackle, who's probably a Hall of Famer, 10 time Pro Bowler. That's insane. I mean, I don't know how many people you could find me that are 10 time Pro Bowlers. Very few people have 10 seasons in the NFL. He's 10 time Pro Bowler. He went against Miles Garrett. I want you to hear what he said about Miles Garrett. The respect that this Hall of Famer has. This is really cool. So I'll play it real quick. Just listen. This is his press conference after the game. I might be a little bit ahead. Just just listen. Well, you guys look up in here. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it didn't feel good at all. Um, you know, it's football. And, um, you know, I just tried to fight through it for my teammates. You know, I know uh, they got a. Um, Hall of Fame rusher over there in 95, and, you know, I wanted to get back out there so I could kind of help my team, you know, try to contain him. I didn't want to put Jalen in that position. Yeah, I mean, he's one of the best in the world. Um, so, you know, we battled. It was tough. Um, you know, we got a lot of respect for each other. And, you know, he, he's all everything I thought he was going to be. One of the best in the world. He called Miles Garrett already 
already Miles Garrett, a Hall of Famer. Now, that is crazy. Coming from a potential Hall of Famer who went up against him, he's calling Miles Garrett, who's like, how old is Miles? Like 28 years old? He's calling him already? He's not a Hall of Famer yet. The guy needs to play many, many more years. But to say that he's that good, he's 27. He's 27 years old. <laughs> I mean, that's incredible. What the respect? That's how good Miles is. He's the best. He's probably the best. Yeah, you got TJ Watt, you got Nick Bosa, but my gosh, 2017 draft. It was only six years ago. Round one, pick one. Unbelievable. 27 years old. Be 28 on December 29th. That is awesome. 6'4, 272 pounds, a walking muscle. Literally, like a walking muscle. If you know what a muscle looks like, it's Miles Garrett. All right. Um, so on the other side of the ball, when you want to talk about tackles, let's just keep it on tackles right now. Dewan Jones, right tackle, rookie, Ohio State, behemoth, right? Six foot eight, 374 pounds, absolute beast. Comes in, Conklin gets hurt. First game against TJ Watt, doesn't get a lot of help, but plays okay. He has been playing outstanding. Yes, Nick Bosa got a sack, but that sack, if you rewatch that play, was a miscommunication. He rolled out. To, there was another guy on the out, outskirts of Nick Bosa. He blocked him. The running back was actually supposed to have him. He was supposed to go inside on Nick, but they both went to the same guy, and he got the sack and ran right through. Otherwise, he wouldn't have got it. He played Nick Bosa so well. This is a rookie. He's a beast, but he is a rookie. Ohio State fourth round, and everyone's worried about this offensive line. He is already, if he keeps this up, he's a star. He's a legitimate star. He's the real deal. That's a big deal when you have these injuries on the offensive line. You lose Conklin, right? He's a leader. He's a great right tackle. That is massive. So we have Dewan Jones, just massive, massive respect. I mean, really, really, really performing well out there. Jedrick Wills played okay. Okay, not our best player, not our best player, not good at all, but playing played well, played well enough for sure. Um, but overall, I got to say Dewan Jones, just absolutely outstanding. Let's get into the box score because we got to go over some of this stuff. So PJ Walker, listen to this, PJ Walker off the practice squad, 18 of 34, 194 yards, 5.6 average, no touchdowns, two picks. Had two sacks for 18 yards lost, rating of 45.2. Compare that to Brock Purdy. Brock Purdy was 12 of 27 for 125 yards. He had 125 yards, Brock Purdy. He had a 4.6 average, one touchdown, one pick. Also his first interception of the season, along with his first regular season loss as a starter. Ha <laughs> ha, fantastic. Three sacks, 18 yards lost, rating of 55.3. What a joke. That is unbelievable. 125 yards. Get out of here. Uh, Christian McCaffrey, before he got injured with his oblique, 11 carries, 43 yards, 3.9 average. He was he had some nice runs right in the beginning. Uh, Jordan Mason, five carries of 27 yards. is a 5.4-yard average with a touchdown. He had that touchdown uh, when we gave him the ball in the 10. Jerome Ford on the other side, though, 17 carries for 84 yards with some big runs in the in the fourth quarter. Massive, massive runs. 70 carries, 84 yards. That's 4.9 average, almost five yards a carry, and clutch runs, 22-yard long. Unbelievable. Absolutely unbelievable. You know, he didn't do well in the beginning at all, but he came up when it counted. That's big. Kareem Hunt did okay. 12 carries, 47 yards, 3.9 average. Had that nice touchdown, which was a great play called by Stefanski. 
Um, Harrison Bryant took it from under center, which he usually does the QB sneak, tossed it out to Kareem Hunt. Great play call, ran in for the touchdown. Um, let's see what else we got here. So uh, they had that big play. Brandon Ayuk had that really, really great catch. Man, that dude's got jets. He's fast. He had four receptions, 76 yards, 19 average. That, that was a 33-yard pass. That was unbelievable. But he had 10 targets and caught it four times. I mean, what do you want our DBs to do? Amari Cooper, former Raw Dog of the Week, four receptions, 108 yards, 27 yards of carry, had that 58-yard long, eight targets. But four, he's just reliable, reliable. Next closest was 24 yards, Kareem Inujoku. Um, Brock fumbled, but he recovered it. Amari fumbled, he recovered it too. That, that's the play the challenge for Amari. They said it wasn't a catch. Or he was a catch. They they uh, challenged it that it wasn't, but it was a catch. He fumbled and he just landed on it. Um. So, uh, Fred Warner uh, had that uh, had that interception. Of course, uh, there he had seven tackles. Their leading tackle uh, tackler or Ren Burks eight tackles. Ours was Rodney McLeod with eight tackles, seven solo. Pretty impressive. Martin Emerson Jr. had that pick, six tackles, six solo. Two pass deflected with that pick, the the only pick Brock has had. Uh, but he had, you know, he had that that penalty uh, at the end of the game, the pass interference. He messed up some plays, but overall played solid. Grant Delpit, not his best game, but okay. Um, JOK, I thought, played very, very well. He was all over the place. Three tackles for losses. Had a sack and a pass deflected and two QB hits. JOK played magnificent. Played a really, really outstanding game. Juan Thornhill, very solid with five tackles. Greg Newsom could have got some plays back, played all right. Miles Garrett, no sack, but man, let me tell you what he did. And then Dustin, excuse me, and then Dustin Hopkins, sure, he missed that field goal, but he was four or five, that 50-yarder, and hit that clutch one at the end. You know, he missed one, but my God, he's reliable. He's everything we need. He's been fantastic. You got to give it to Dustin Hopkins. When we needed him, he shows up. He's absolutely great. Um, and Bajorquez punting was great. Really nailed him a few times. Four punts, 54.5 yard average, three punts in the 20. That's amazing. I mean, really, really great. He really, really played well. Very well. Saw a lot of 49ers jerseys with his name on it, by the way. A lot of people wearing it. I mean, he was just fantastic. Um, let's get into uh, some pretty crazy stats about this team before we wrap this up. Uh, well, first of all, let's listen to what Juan Thornhill said in the locker room. Don't forget, Juan Thornhill has been the Super Bowl three times, okay, with the Chiefs. He's won two Super Bowls. Let's see what he says about this defense, by the way. I would say this defense is the best defense that I've ever been a part of, and I've been to three Super Bowls, and that's, you know, if you're making it to the Super Bowl each and every year, you have a good defense, but this team was unbelievable. Like, we have guys, like, all over the place. Like, up front, them guys are getting after the quarterback, which makes our job a lot easier. And a lot of people don't believe in you, and you just show the world that you're actually good enough to compete with anybody at this level. I feel like this can be the time for us to take off and, and make everybody believe. Well, really about, I mean, that's amazing. Now, Miles Garrett didn't have a sack, but what about his, how did he play? Miles Garrett had 15 pass rush attempts versus Trent Williams on Sunday. Hall of Fame left tackle. He had four quarterback pressures, 26.7% pressure rate. A quarter of his rushes he pressured in 15 times. How many did Micah Parsons had versus Trent Williams the prior week when Dallas got blown out? Zero in eight attempts. He had four and 15. Micah Parsons, another stud, pass rusher, zero. 
That's how much better Miles Garrett is. Let's talk about first downs with this defense, right? Leading the league in first downs allowed, 52. The Browns have allowed 52 first downs. Ready for this? Number two. Well, number two is the Cowboys. They haven't played yet. Okay, they haven't played yet. And they've allowed 81. <laughs> they've allowed 81, about a 30 difference. Almost the, the third one, the Buccaneers, okay? The Bucks, who have played, to compare apples to apples, we've allowed 52 first downs. The Buccaneers have allowed 94. They've almost allowed double. We have almost half the first downs allowed than the second place. We'll see what happens with the Cowboys, but they'll probably let up like 10 or 13. We are destroying people. What else we have here? Opponent third down conversion percentage, number one in the league, the Browns, 23.1%. They're convert. We're allowing our opponents converting on third down. The Falcons are number two with 31.3, about 8% difference. Ready for this? Total yards allowed. The Browns have allowed 1,002 yards. Number two is the Cowboys with 1,460. Okay, that's 458 yards different. But here's the catch. They haven't played yet. They haven't played yet. They're playing tonight. So the Browns have allowed 1,002 yards. And the Ravens, who has played, has let up 1,565 yards. 563-yard difference. I mean, that is like three games potentially. This defense is so good. This is a when you have a defense that's good, remember you can have a Trent Dilfer as your quarterback. But if we have Deshaun Watson back, watch out. Some other stats. Kicker Dustin Hopkins is the first Browns kicker to hit from at least 50 yards in four consecutive games. What up, Phil Dawson, who was at the game, by the way? Phil Dawson was there. We respect you and we love you. You're the best player we've had since 1999. But you have not hit from 50 yards in four consecutive games. Dustin Hopkins has. After finding out he would start the 49ers uh, start against the 49ers quarterback PJ Walker called Jacoby Brissett who gave him one piece of advice if Amari Cooper beats his man off the line of scrimmage throw it up to him Cooper I knew our connection would be great when PJ told me that and it paid off Dewan Jones special player um and Trent Williams grade against Miles Garrett who did not have a sack but you're saying oh he didn't have a sack he didn't play well Trent Williams PFF grade versus the Browns front and Miles Garrett, 50.6 off grade, 33.8 pass grade, uh, pass block grade, 57.6 run block grade. That's his lowest graded game since week 17 in what year? 2018, five years ago. It's his worst graded game in five years. I, I can't say enough about this defense. And when we have Deshaun Watson back, I mean, if he's back, back like he was his most recent game, he's a Pro Bowl quarterback. People forget. People want to hate on him. We don't hate. We just call things as they are. If he was playing bad, we say he's bad, which we did when he was. But he might be back. And so far, his most recent game, he's back. Now, unless we think something's really weird with this injury and that he's potentially out for a while, but he did a cryptic tweet and said, see you soon. So I expect him to be back in two weeks. He said, see you soon. Very cryptic. Um, absolutely sensational. Uh, I can't believe the respect Trent gave uh, Miles. That's really, really cool. That means he's the real deal. Obviously, we knew that. 
Um, you know, you want to hate on, um, you want to hate on Stefanski and I get it. I get it. But we had, we didn't even have a backup quarterback. We had a practice squad quarterback, an XFL quarterback. And he did, he handled his own, you know, made a few errors, but not crazy. We got over 300 offensive yards and then our defense just manhandled them, which we predicted they would because Jim Schwartz, for whatever reason, has Kyle Shanahan's number. He's one in nine against him. And he's always coming to those games, averaging like 30 plus points a game. And then Jim Schwartz holds him like 16. And that's what happens. That's what happens. So there's just certain situations where great coaches, just someone else has their number. And this is the one where Jim Schwartz owns Kyle Shanahan. So when we see them in the Super Bowl, if that happens, even though we predict an AFC championship loss, we'll see what happens if our offense can get their act together. And if they can, the, the league's in trouble. The league's in serious trouble. If Deshaun Watson comes back blazing like he did in his prime, I mean, he's still in his prime, but if like he was running and gunning in Houston, just dominating, going to Pro Bowls, if he's like that again, the league is on notice. The league is on notice because this is a team and this is a defense that might be in the history books. The best defense statistically since 1971. There's only two other teams. That have let up fewer yards. 1970, 1971. And now the 2023 Cleveland Browns. Watch out. Watch out, everybody. We're here. And this is a huge win. We thought we'd lose 17-16. We won 19-17. Couldn't be happier. Victory Monday is that much sweeter. It's fantastic. It's wonderful. Gosh, it feels good. The air is cleaner. Just your sleep is better. Your mood is better. The joy, the love. It's fantastic. And I know everybody feels it. So we'll analyze it more. We'll pick up Raw Dog of the Week tomorrow. Thanks for being with the Browns cast. I'm your host, Cogs. Uh, we'll see you later. Go Browns.